Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829. While supplies last, see store for details. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome. What's going? Welcome to the Grown Man Ish podcast. I am Mike J, and I have with me. This is Motai Fresh in the building. What's going on? Hey man, another dang on day, man. What? Feeling feeling pretty feeling pretty good today, man. What you get into today? I, I digs it. I digs it. Ain't get into too much, my brother. Pretty much maxed in, in, the, in the words of Fresh Prince. Maxed and relaxed. Just didn't shoot no b-ball. <laughs> oh, watch some b, watch some b-ball though, man. And some, some some pretty good gag on games on the uh, the best Celtics and and, and the and the uh, and, and the uh, Bucks, the Deer. That was a nice game, man. Went into overtime. Uh, Celtics had four players uh, score twenty or more, and Tatum had nineteen. Like man, them boys came to play. Back on Greek Freak couldn't get no hell, man. I don't I don't know what happened to Jabari Parker, man. Like that guy is supposed to I thought him and Wiggins were supposed to be battling out for the future and Well, he had two kind of, kind of, had two he's had two ACL tears. Two A C L tears, you know. yeah. But uh hey man. Yeah, so. that was a good game. Then I think I think the Pacers came in and pulled one out and yeah, we, we'll, 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 we'll get it 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 in that during sports. I I I say this hot takes. Hot takes. Okay. Hot takes. No, I'm just saying we get into it. Other, other, hey, other, other than uh, other than that, not too much, man. Not too much. How about yourself, sir? Oh, uh, man. Uh, let me see. What did I do? Watch Beyonce. Uh, watch Coachella, man. Man. Yo, Beyonce. Man. Beyonce put on like the Essence Festival concert for Co- for Coachella. She had man. the uh, she had the the HBCU band. She brought back yeah. Destiny's Child. She uh, what else did she do? She brought and she did that. She man, she broke out with she had so much going sing. on. But man, it was yeah. just like yo, she broke the internet again. Like to me, Beyonce is one of, I'm, she's one of the few people I want to, I like have to see live before you know I go ahead and, and perish from this earth. Her and Outkast. Oh, yeah, man. I definitely want to see Beyonce live. I know the tickets is a little pricey, but that's <laughs> one of those people. That I know that you can get a good show because she's put so much in production right. and. And uh, the dancing and the singing and everything else, but she gives you like, like gives you those Michael Jackson vibes. She puts like all this into the stage show, so she's definitely somebody. Yeah, man. That, uh, I, I would agree on that, man. I'm, and I'm not even, I'm not even a big like Beyonce fan, and I, and I don't say that like in a negative way. Like I, I'm, like I respect her talent. I think she's probably one of the most talented musicians that we've ever seen. Uh, for musically, you know, she can sing. She, you know, she she can obviously write, and she she's a hell of a performer. I take nothing away from her. I'm, you know, I'm just not like a like a big Beyonce stand, but I definitely would agree, man. Like she's somebody that I would want to see in a live performance before I pass on, man. Because uh, what I what I've seen on uh, just from her previously, but we were just speaking about her performance in Coachella, man, that was amazing, man. Like. Real talk, like I, I never thought that I would sit down and just like watch a, a, a whole show like that, but I watched it, man. I was like, I, I was left, you know, just dumbfounded, kind of starstruck, like, man, that was a hell of a show, man. And, and just the message that she sends, you know, being, you know, very pro-black and, you know, uh, socially conscious and all that type of stuff, man. That, that was a hell of a show. So big props to her, man, for real. 
Yeah, man. So I did definitely, man. So Beyonce is just, this is just amazing, man. Plus she like Beyonce like mad black. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's yeah. my that's my thing, man. I love about Beyonce. So then after that, went to church today. Yeah, you see, and it was like, go ahead. No, no, I was, I was gonna I was gonna ask you, uh, uh, did you did you see a lot of the talk going on about uh, Jay Z's uh, time out on stage with her? People people saying that my man looked winded after two minutes. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I seen him do uh, whatever the song he did with her. I forgot what it was. Right. But let's just be, let's just put it out there and be clear. It be if like this on his own and run tour, Jay Z should be the open head, the opening act, and Beyonce's the headline. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, you know, I like Jay-Z and everything, but when it comes down to performing, Jay-Z should be the opening act, and then, and then he come out there and perform with Beyonce during songs that she wants him out there, but he should be the, you know, the, he should be the opening act, and then, you know, Beyonce should be able to take it on home, because, uh, no doubt, man. Know, I, there's really no comparison when it, come, when it comes to that. But, man, like, I, I went to church today, right? It was you Sunday. So my man was out there doing some spoken word, and he started getting into it, and he started, like, they was getting hyped. And I just kind of just want to yell, like, you remember on the on Thug Love with Bobby Brown and Ja Rule? And he was like, Ja! I just wanted to, I just wanted to yell that out. But I was, on the second, I, was on the, I was on the second row, and then I was, after that, I was like, oh, damn, he, he crouched down. I felt like he was getting ready to get the spirit of the Black Panther. I wanted to like you know, put the X on my chest and start bopping, bopping back and forth, man. I feel like he was getting ready to, getting ready to defeat the dude from the other tribe and become the king. Well, he's so putting in work, huh? That's yeah, what it sounds like, man. My goodness, in work, bro. I was not expecting that at all. But uh, yeah, man, he uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, he definitely showed out. Definitely showed out on that, man. So you know, I was I was on the second row too, so I couldn't like. Smile. Well, I was smiling, but I couldn't like really laugh or anything like that because, like, oh, he's on, I'm on second row. I ain't trying to embarrass my man, or I hell, I might get embarrassed. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, right. it was definitely, uh, definitely one of those things, man. It was quite interesting. I know this cat too, so I seen this cat last year do like a backflip in a public event. So uh, I was ready. Oh I was man, really ready for him to bust. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he bust out a backflip at at the Black Expo last year. So he's a definitely interesting cat. So, oh, uh, that's extra ill. You randomly just bust out a backflip. <laughs> yeah, man. Man. Oh, mad ill, man. But, yeah, it was an interesting weekend, man. So, good little weekend. Just chilled that's out. What's up? Kicked it. Hey, man. So uh, That's what's up, man. Got to get got to get ready for got to get ready for that work week now, man. Get back and get back into it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I ain't only want to talk yeah. about that. Let's move let's move on. Let's move on to that damn Trump news, bro. Yo, what's yo? Man? It's been an interesting week, guy? man. Hey, that's your guy, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, hey, man, I didn't vote for him, <laughs> but uh, hey, man. So he had no, the air well, strikes I did. on air strikes on Syria, bruh. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, Putin said it was. You know, I was Wait. watching the news before we started, man. Putin said it basically is gonna be gonna be some retribution, man. So, so what you think about spending all the money on them air strikes and then you know not looking out for Flint and Puerto Rico? Right, right, man. So, so yeah, I was I've read quite a few articles just just about the airstrikes in general, and uh, you know the the UK, uh, the US, UK, and France, and you know you know their coalition and so forth and so on. But I was reading a, reading a couple of articles, and they said that the the, the uh, airstrike was a total cost of like two hundred twenty five million or something like that, and 
to to aid and, and correct the problems and fix the pipes and things like that in Flint, Michigan, um, was approximately I, I think they said it was approximately like like two hundred million or hundred and eighty million or something like that. So it's just kinda of like putting your priorities into perspective. And again, like I know that, you know, a lot of people view the US as like a, you know, world police or we try to figure that way or we impose our will on a lot, but like man, where's the priorities? Like we can't even take care of home. You know, we can't take care of Flint, Michigan. We can't take care of Puerto Rico. But we're putting all this money into going and, and you know, uh, sending airstrikes and bombing up another country based on things that are going on in their country. And, again, I'm not condoning any type of chemical attack on anybody. You know, I think there was very vile action, you know, to, to impose on, on the people of that country. But at the same time, like, like damn, U.S., like, yucky, we can't even take care – we can't take care of home. Hell, to take it to a personal level, I'm looking at the streets that I drive on here in Indiana every day, which are absolutely deplorable. I mean, like, come on, man, the infrastructure, you know, just, just in our many cities and states around around our nation, different things like that. You look at all the education things that are going on. You got teachers boycotting and protesting all across our nation, all across our nation, you know, because there's more funding being taken from schools. Our, our teachers are um, un- under underpaid and so forth and so on. Like, man, come on. $225 million on on some missiles to, to you know, potentially start a, a huge war because – I really don't. I really don't see uh, Putin backing down too much from from his statements. Like you said, Putin said there's going to be some retribution and there's going to be some payback. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get too ill out here. But you know, we shall see. Yeah, man. So it's definitely one of those things, man. Of you know, people have to put their priorities in order. I mean, there's always a balance. No of, doubt. I know before in the 30s, you know, there was an isolationist movement. We're not. I don't think we're calling for that. But there's things right. that, you know that we could do, you know, so to take care of home. Like for example, I think they said it was like maybe either 55 million or billion. And I know that's a big discrepancy. I just can't remember the number mm-hmm. that will take care of the lead pipes in Flint. And now the the, right. uh, the Michigan government they're going to stop giving out free water. And right. I know I think it was 100 billion for Puerto Rico to get everything mm-hmm. infrastructure fixed back after all the hurricanes and the flooding. Excuse me. But, man, moving on on that damn Trump news, oh, man, the feds ran up on his lawyer, Michael Cohen. Man, they came to his yeah, hotel man. room. <laughs> they came to his crib, and I think they came somewhere else. You know, they are on the prowl. They're looking at – they're coming to busting in the spot with three with three different places. Right, so he might, right. He might, you know, Mike, yeah. Mike might have had a little something up in there or something, man. You know, Mike might have been trying to get his issue off. So he's trying to knock right. him down, and, you know, here come the feds knocking at the door. Man, Mike, you know, how about you know how you, busting it open, man? I know for real, man. And then, like, yo, this morning, man, my dude was, you know, he got up on the Twitter rant talking about Hillary Clinton. He's obsessed with talking about Hillary Clinton, the FBI, James Comey. And I know he's gonna probably gonna be tweeting during James Comey's interview during tonight. Interview? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I will say I was reading another article with relation to Hillary Clinton about you know our current president making his comments about Hillary Clinton. And he, apparently, he was over there making some comments about Barack Obama too. And it's like, bro, no. like focus on what you got to do. Like, how how do we shift everything over to all these other people? Like, focus on the task at hand. Like for real. And again, like he he's the leader of our of our country. You know, it, it is what it is. So I'm like, man, you, you in this spot, man. So take take care take care of business. Take care of us as the citizens of this country. And, and stop with the old uh, the old BS, man. Like I said, why are we talking about Hillary Clinton and the FBI? Why are we talking about Barack Obama and what he should have done or could have done and all this type of stuff? Talk about the facts at hand. Talk about what's going on right now and what you're going to do about it. 
Yeah, man. So that's one of those. It'll be interesting, man. I'm probably gonna check out Comey's interview once we get done with this, man. At least check the Twitter. Oh, yeah. To see what uh the, what the orange, the apricot one, has to say about it, because I'm sure if he don't say it tonight, he'll be amped up and ready to go on Monday. So. Oh man, yeah. Let's transition. Let's Monday transition morning, bright and early. Oh yeah. You know, bright and early while he's still in the bed. You know, he don't his work day allegedly doesn't start till eleven o'clock. So, hey, get it how you live. Hey man, right. so let's let's talk about something like something of real importance. Not saying the government stuff isn't, but this is stuff that touches close home, closer to you and I. So, what do you think about them, them brothers, man, getting locked up while waiting to hold their business meeting at Starbucks? Oh man, I'm 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 pissed off about that. I'm hot. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. Like like really, Starbucks. This is this is what y'all do. And a lot of people are like, oh well, you can't blame Starbucks. You know, it was it was those employees or that manager or whatever. Now fuck all that. That's, it just is what it is. Fuck all that. Like number one, we are, we're at a point now where two two black men cannot sit in a in a in an establishment. They've done nothing. Sitting there waiting for their friend to conduct a business transaction. I, I think I read that these individuals conducted a real estate uh, 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 business, a transaction or whatnot. They're sitting there doing nothing, absolutely nothing, and to be asked to leave because you're trespassing. And then you hear and read that. Uh, in the same store at the same time, there was a, a white female that was like, "They've done nothing wrong. I've been sitting here for two and a half hours, and I and I haven't ordered anything. And as a matter of fact, you gave me the the bathroom code to go use the restroom. So it's it's stuff like that. So like, I I, I understand that the CEO of Starbucks has come out and made his apologies because he he wants to still get that money. He he's not looking for no drama, no backlash. And I get it. I'm not trying to judge that judge that guy or anything like that. I don't know. Um, it, it could be very heartfelt, but I think his actions going his actions are going to speak louder than that than that apology. Of, oh, we're sorry this happened, and we're investigating it. I want to know. I posted a tweet out there earlier. I want to know what's going to happen to those individuals that work in that spot that that made this call that that called the police. I want to know what's going to happen with in that Philadelphia Police Department that's going to you know. You literally came. I understand you have to show up and you have to address whatever the issue is. But at the same time, you don't have to arrest these men for quote-unquote trespassing. They've obviously done nothing. Number two, you arrest them and keep them till 1 a.m. You release them at 1 a.m. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, for real. Like, we're, it's, it's literally to the point now, and I, and I made a comment on, a, on, all, my, on all my social media. It's like, are, are we now going to have colors only Starbucks? Is that what we're going to? Because this is some bullshit. And so many people like like throw their money into this damn coffee and and frappa mocha latte drizzle whatever the hell this shit is, uh, like come on man for real, as much money as y'all make as much money as 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 black people people in general but black people are pumping into your business, come on man this this is ridiculous. I think them I I, I hope and pray that them brothers get receive some type of restitution for their for their time for their trouble for their mental anguish. That's number one. But it's not all about money. This needs we this this also should spark as well as all the other things that have happened. This should spark some type of serious social commentary. Starbucks, y'all have enough money. Y'all have enough following. Y'all have enough power and pull to get things really going. So I think the Starbucks, in my opinion, y'all the Starbucks as an organization, CEO, CFO, whoever the hell, y'all's actions are what's going to define what how we move forward with this. Because like honestly, man, that's that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Mike J and I have conducted business in a Starbucks. We sat in a Starbucks here in here in that town, 
and conducted and conducted business meetings. So you mean to tell me at any point in time we didn't buy anything? We purchased not one damn not one damn item. So you telling me that now I'm running the risk of being arrested for trespassing just because I'm sitting and conducting business? I've not done anybody. I'm sitting and having a conversation just like these two gentlemen were. So yeah, you're right. It does strike. It does you know strike close to home, Mike J. You said it. It's close to home because you and I have been in that situation together. Yeah. And That's I've bullshit, been separately. Man. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, people, I'm, I'm fired uh, up about it, bro. Yeah, to see that man, and you get people who just like just like I was reading the first person account, according to one of our listeners sent us, according to six abc dot com and uh and in, in Philadelphia, you know, she was like a person mm-hmm. of privilege. You know, you don't think things like that would happen in 2018. And for me, Starbucks is a meetup place. Like, like you know, both of right. us said we went and had a business meeting about our podcast. He and I didn't buy anything, not to say we didn't have the money to. We just were about trying to take care of our business and, and, and keep it moving. I've had plenty of, like, business meetings associated with my personal job both. that I didn't buy anything at, at Starbucks. I mean, not saying I wouldn't or I can't, but now I'm thinking, like, do I want to go back there? I'm definitely not giving them my business, especially for a long right. time. I don't. I mean, I had the rewards. Right. I had no money on my card anymore, so I have no reason to spend any money there. So this will be interesting to see what's going to happen going forward, especially to those new two gentlemen. So definitely hope that everything else, you know, works out for them, but I hate that they had to go through it. Especially in oh, front yeah, of man. their no business, business associate. So. Right, right. And even their business associate, when he when he arrived, he arrived while they were being arrested, and he's like, you know, hey, what's going on? What happened? And pretty much like we're just sitting here waiting on you. <laughs> like, really? So now you've impacted my business. In multiple ways, I'm on TV being arrested. I've got this arrest. I don't know if this is probably going to come off their arrest record or whatever. I don't know, but now that that has affected their business. But let's just take it to something that's very simple. They were there to conduct business. They didn't get to conduct their business that day. So that's all. That that simple fact right there is going to impact their their revenue and so forth and so on. Man, I just this is this this is ridiculous, man. I'm I'm tired of this crap. Continuously continuing to happen, and then you get these punk ass apologies. Oh, we're sorry that this happened to you. We're going to launch an investigation. Okay, so what are you investigating? It's all on film. It's all on tape. What what the fuck are you investigating? Tell me. And that's what we need yes. to know. And I, I, I say I, myself, but we as a public, we need to know Starbucks. We need to know what's going to happen. We want to know what's going to happen to those individuals who made that call. Why'd you make the call? I'm not even saying put their name and stuff out there because I'm sure there's going to be a, it's a lot of crazy people out there that would do some stupid stuff. But we want to know, are these people being reprimanded? Are they fired? Are they being demoted? Are they being, are, you know, whatever? Like, what, like what, what happened? Because th- this, this is some crap, man. Like, it's absolute crap. And we got to live it every single day as a black man. And I live it every single day. And, and I live it every single day as a black father of two young black boys. What the hell are my sons gonna go through? Go through when they, when they start to roll, rise up. I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not, I don't even want to spin it into something too personal, too negative. But my son recently had a conversation, or there was something going on in his school, and the comment was made by an authority figure that it's disrespectful to not stand for the pledge of or for the for the national anthem. Now my child's in third grade. Who 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 are you to tell my third grader or any other third grader? It's not your child that is disrespectful to not stand for the for the national anthem. Disrespectful to who? Because right now, my, my uh, individuals that look like my son are being disrespected and killed every single day. 
But who are y'all to tell any third grader, any child that's not your own, what's disrespectful? Fuck out of here with that, man. I'm, I'm, bruh, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm heated, I'm hot, and I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to advocate. I'm going to continue to push. I'm going to continue to be involved in, in everything that socially that I can to, to improve this, to, to get this stuff to stop. Because, again, I have two young black sons that have to grow up in this damn country. And the things that this president is promoting, the things that are continuing to, to – they never left, but they're rising up again. These ideas and things like that, they're starting to become high and so accepted in our society. My sons are going to have to live through that. So I'm going to do whatever I can to, to better that for them, man. And that's, and that's all I really got to say, Mike J, on that, man. I'm, I'm going to let you take it over because I'm, I'm, I'm heated on this, bro. Yeah, I kind of second to second to what you have to say, man. So let's move on to that young uh, black boy was shot at. I think he was outside of Detroit. Uh, he mm-hmm. went, missed the bus. His dad, I think, is the. I think his dad is, is, is in. Uh, I think his dad's in Syria. He's in the armed forces, and his mother was at work. So he knocked on the door, and when he knocks on the door, uh, this guy just starts shooting at him. Fifteen years old. Right. So you know, by the grace of God, that this kid isn't a. Uh, this kid isn't a hashtag, RP, whatever the young man's name is. But the right. to shoot at a kid, I mean, like yeah. I was yesterday, I went out to dinner, and I seen the guy, he definitely had the Make America Great Again look. He's bald head, you know, goatee, he had his gun on him. He looked like a fat Stone Cold Steve Austin. And it was just, he had that look <laughs> in his eye like he was, you know, ready to, because, you know, he had his shirt pulled so everybody could see he had a gun. So I don't think that, I guess that makes him feel like he makes him a tough guy, but whatever. But what do you think about that about that young man? Because you had boys, so when we, let's push him, push him yeah. back off of that. Imagine your boys getting one of your sons are both getting shot at because they knocked on someone's door. Right? No, I, I couldn't imagine that, man. I could not imagine that at all. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken for this 15 year old man, and again, I'm heartbroken for every other young black man, black boy, black uh, 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 male that has to go through this. And I'm not sitting here. I, I'm preaching equality, man. I'm preaching justice. I'm preaching that sort of thing. I know that there are individuals out here that are doing deplorable things of all races, black, white, whatever. I know there's young people doing all kinds of stuff. And I know that a lot of times we're not necessarily in the safest environment. But honestly, just for because someone knocked on your door to start shooting at them, man, that's that's ridiculous. It's sad. And again, it just points back to what the state of our society is looking like, man. It's It's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. So... Just seeing that man is is just beyond beyond frustrating. So, you know, hopefully this young brother man won't get like PTSD, you know, for being shot at. So we'll 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 push it going forward, man. But you know, prayers to this cat and hopefully they can find a guy of you know, arrest him of why he shot at him. So I'm not sure what right. the laws are in Michigan, but to shoot at a child, you get no you know love in my book, so I think it was more important not to, to give him the Twizzler because, you know, I think this is a really important moment. So, well, well this is right. an ongoing news story, so I'm sure we'll be able to update you guys next week, man. So, uh, hey, man, so speaking of the Twizzler, hey, man, so actually we got a, we got a, uh, we got a message sent to us from one of our, uh, one of our family members and our listeners that she wanted to nom- uh, give somebody a nominee, man. So I'm going to give it to yeah, the go ahead and roll with blood. It. So Donnie Youngblood was the current county sheriff, and he told cops, he you know, to shoot, to kill, because it's better off financially for his department. So, uh, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> they said actually other cops turned that video in because they had him on tape. 
So Donnie, oh, wow. young Donnie Youngblood, you can get that whole big red pack of great value, you know, red licorice to go behind your Youngblood name, stick around your damn throat, and hang yourself. Because that's, that's, I mean, that's crazy. Like, you know, why would you t- tell somebody to shoot to kill? And, you know, I, I, I mean, I understand you have to do it if you're in a hostile situation, but in these hostile situations, mm-hmm. like we've talked about on previous episodes, the people who tend to be killed are people of color, you know, male and female. So I'm going to let you go. I'm right, going to let right. you go to the, to the next one. Oh, yeah. So this next Twizzler Award goes out to Ryan Fish. Uh, Ryan Fish is a Connecticut high school teacher who apparently uh, there, there's charges against him uh, for uh, for apparently running a, a fight club <laughs> in the classroom, in the classroom doing school hours at that. Not like it was, you know, some after school stuff or, you know, after things had kind of cleared out. Like, no, nah, this this dude was running a fight club during your normal nine to three or nine to four or whatever school hours, man. So it was like, can you can you imagine like, you know, most of the other classes, yeah, I got my homework, got my book. You going, you know, you going to this class. You're like, all right, you know, I need to go ahead and knuckle up. I need to get ready to see what's going on. You get things about to get popping up in here. Like for real, bro. Like, come on, man. Come on. Especially the state a, of our education right now. <laughs> What'd you uh, say? Man, he was, he's a substitute at that. Twenty three years old. Yeah. Something, yeah, something man. He told police he was yeah, an man. idiot. Yeah, you damn right. You damn uh, right. You were an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, Ryan, Ryan Fish, you can you can go ahead and get and sit on and sit on that Twizzler. And you such a basic, you such a basic cat. You gonna just sit on that 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 basic pack of Twizzlers, that that one that you find in the CV, the local CVS with the eight strands in it. That's what that's all you get, Ryan Fish, because you are an idiot. Oh bastard! And you can go ahead and do the last right. one, man, and we can transition. Yeah, man. There was uh, also uh, we got another twist set on the Twizzler Award going out to John Flynn, who is a I'm pronouncing it all wrong. He's a Gloucester police officer. Uh, this this gentleman was or is on shown on tape and accused and being charged of hitting a 13 year old girl in the face while her hands were cuffed behind her back. So in the video, uh, I'm not sure I, I can't remember what they said led up to the young lady, but they were uh, pretty much removing her from from a from a situation. Uh, and the, the young girl's on her on her stomach. He's got his knee like right on the back of her neck. There's another officer that has his knee like right at her side, like two grown adult men and a 13-year-old girl. A girl. Her her arms are behind her back, and she's yelling, saying, that I guess, like her arm is hurting or something like that. You can't really make out what she's saying. So dude, without even saying anything to her, just begins to like start hitting her and slapping her in the side of the face. So it's like, like bruh, like, number one, you're a grown-ass man. Number two, you got another grown-ass man holding her down. Number three, she's cuffed. Number four, it's a child. Like you know what I mean? Like like bro, there's so much wrong in this in this situation, and it's just it just goes back to the fact that we got some police, we got some some law enforcement individuals out here that probably should not be in their in their position, man. And that, it just is what it is. So I'm glad that this individual is being charged because I don't really care, you know, too much of what the what the young girl done. I mean, you he's got her outweighed by a good probably 120 pounds, 100 pounds maybe. I mean, he's on her she's on her she's face down on her stomach and face. You got your knee in the back of her neck, but most of all she's cuffed. It's a female child. Like, bro, there's no reason for the way he was hitting her for for that to go down. So, um 
a lot of times uh, we all we all know the code of, of the prison. We all know the code of the jail. So he's nine times out of ten he's going to give. If there's ever any time that he has spent, you know, downtown or anything like that, he's going to get what's coming to him. So I'm not even going. We're going to say he's going to get. He's going to get to sit on the Twizzler prison style. How about that? Yeah, definitely. That's no no more words to be said. So hopefully he can get that mug wrapped up around his throat, put it down his throat, and in other in other places, because uh, that's from beyond like beyond like the worst of the worst. So he's he's a coward. Down, man. So yeah. So like I said, shout outs to John Flynn, Ryan Fish, and uh, Donnie Youngblood for eating and hanging and sitting on those twizzlers until the to the end of, end of their demise. So man, so let's jump from the let's jump jump from the twizzle to the NBA playoffs. Man, so oh, man. good games, Ooh. man. I know you talked about earlier, you know, Boston won, they beat Milwaukee. And uh, you know, let's let's give a rundown. Golden State beat the Spurs the other day. You know, I said yeah. Popovich they asked somebody asked about Kawhi Leonard, he said he had to ask his team. So that seems like that yeah. relationship is getting ready to man, I wouldn't be surprised if teams started to trade for Kawhi, but that's another time for another show. But uh, oh, yeah. Raptors, <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Raptors, you know, broke their first round losing losing game one streak. They won. Pelicans, who I picked on our uh, on our uh, playoff preview show, which was kind of different yeah. because you know we did it on Wednesday instead of Thursday. Some of the matchups were different, but I think you picked the Blazers and I picked the Pelicans, mm-hmm. so the Pelicans got game one. But then I want to talk about the Indiana Pacers, led by Victor Oladipo, went into the Sharks den. And he went in there and got the W. Yeah, Lance, yeah they did. Lance, Lance, got, Lance got the flush. Bohan was getting, you oh, know, getting, 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 you know, taking it to the lane. He was couldn't hit no threes, but he was getting some, getting some buckets. And you know, and that Lance it, dunk was vicious. That that, that dunk by Lance was vicious. He. Let me let me ask you this: LeBron played forty-four minutes. He led the league in minutes played this year. Do you think this this kind of reminds me of when LeBron left to go to Miami? I think LeBron mm-hmm. figured like, hey, I, this I'm this team's not gonna get any better. Even if they get the the Nets pick, more likely it's probably gonna be like a mid lottery pick. It's not gonna be like the number one pick or anything like that. So, do you think this mm-hmm. could be LeBron's last season in Cleveland? I honestly do, bro. I re- I really do. Um, I think that just just my opinion, like you stated, I agree. I really don't see this team getting too much better. Um, I know that you know. I think I, isn't isn't uh, Kevin Love like up this year too? Maybe or so. I mean, he he can nah. potentially resign, but is it next year? I think next year or something, something like, like that. that. But yeah. I just I just don't like you said. I just don't see this team getting getting too much better. Like I said, we were talking in our in our group chat. I, I didn't even realize Jeff Green was still in the league. I mean, I'm not saying that. I, I just didn't. I'm not saying you know anything trying to be funny or whatnot. I just didn't realize it. I know he was, he was like, uh, he, he was building a daggone uh, concrete out there with all the bricks. He was just laying the bro down there. But I don't think I, I think this this is LeBron's last year. He done what he said he was going to do. He brought a championship to Cleveland. He's very active in that community. He does so much around there, and he can still do all of those off the court things and still not play for the Cavs. Um, I I really don't I really don't think or I, I really don't think he's gonna stay, man. I see him leaving. Um I'm not quite sure where he would fit in. I know everybody is talking about Houston and the Sixers. Um whoever all the, whoever these leaks are close to close to the to the chess reporters are or whatever, talking about the Sixers and the and the Rockets. I just I just don't know. Like I, 
I could see it, but at the same time, the Sixers got they got something real good, real special going on, man. I mean, with, especially when Embiid comes back and the way they played the other night, um, just just with a lot of those role guys, you got Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz. They both hooped out. I think Markel Fultz was a, a few assists shy and maybe a rebound shy of a triple double. I mean, I think the Sixers got something real good with that young squad, and I'm just I can see LeBron blending well with them, but I don't know. Um, and then if you try to send him out west, you know, they're saying the Rockets are the favorite out west if he goes there. Uh, again, I think that that's just too much. You know, to, right now that's the Beers team. You know what I'm saying? And I think that they would have to adjust the way they play too much to bring LeBron in. So, man, I, I, I don't know where lane the spot for him to be, but I don't, I honestly don't think that he'll be back in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I, if he's back in Cleveland, I could be in, like seeing a short deal. When you know his typical two year contract with a one year option, so he's only there it's one option. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I don't know. But I could definitely they could jump back into it. Paul George would fit better in Philly than LeBron because they need a shooter, and Paul plays more mm-hmm. off the ball. Well, LeBron needs the ball, and Ben Simmons, you know, he's he probably like, yo, this is my team. So to bring in the established right. superstar vet with the, with two young guys who think they're stars could be a chemistry issue because you know. You know, no you're going there. He LeBron, the old head. So, you know, that whole Kyrie didn't work really with Kyrie because Kyrie didn't want to be his young boy. So, you know, it, it you know it'll be interesting to see going forward. You know, and also speaking of Paul George, he's hit like eight threes. He has thirty six points. So, yeah, you know, he's, he's hooping. He's hooping against uh, Utah. I guess Paul George said, "Look, I'm not going to be upstaged by Victor out in out in Indiana. I ain't gonna have people talking about me, man." <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But let's, um, hey man, let's Victor. Get... Hey man, I gotta give I gotta give props to him, man. Like Victor came and showed out for the Pacers today, man. He said, "Look, this is my time. This is my time." Hello, hello, y'all. Now y'all know what Old Depot is all about. It ain't just hype, man. And I respect that, man. That that cat came out. He put the he put the squad on the shoulders, and he he played a hell of a game, man. So you got to give big props to 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 a cat that comes out like that, man. You know, especially coming in where. I know Mike J said it in, in a previous episode. You know that he that, that some people didn't have the high expectation or whatnot, but Hell, I, mean, I, I think have. that he he's def yeah. I mean he's not a he, people people are saying he. I think he should definitely get most improved player. But honestly, man, I think he could be on that low end MVP talk at least in the conversation because he's having a hell of a year, man. He's having a hell of a year. I don't think he's going to be on that, but I definitely think he should be in all one of the all NBA teams. Because it's kind of oh, hard no to give a guy a no guy doubt. all NBA if he's missed like twenty twenty five games. But I I don't know the games played statistics off the top of my head, so I don't want to say anything without being factually right. But bruh, you know we we talk basketball, but let's talk about the, the true star of the of the NBA playoffs. And I think you know where I'm going. <laughs> That's that boy Tristan Thompson. I didn't did, did you T-double. see him play today? Did you see him play today? I didn't. I did not see Tristan Thompson play at all today. I didn't Not say at all. I, didn't, I was looking. I was like, "Well, damn!" I, I started looking. I said, "Damn, was he? Hey, was he exhausted after after a long night session with some Instagram thoughts?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just, hey, you know, man. So let's let's did get he into make this. The, I was like, like, did, did, he, did he make? Did he even make the trip? That's what I'm saying. Hey, okay. Well, so according, according, to, uh, according to the box score, he played two minutes and got one oh. rebound. According to the box score. 
So maybe oh, he really? was in. You know, I did go downstairs and grab me some pretzels. So maybe he was. Maybe he was uh, playing during that time. I don't know. I did. I watched <laughs> the whole game, man. I, I, I maybe I missed him, man. You know, maybe he dipped in and dipped out like he was on that video camera, man. When he was like, you know, kissing, hey, man, he was kissing the young ladies, getting nasty. <laughs> He definitely, he definitely about that dip in life. <laughs> hey, dipping in raw too. <laughs> Just like oh, Tristan. He, hey man, shout out to Black Sports Online. It's, hey man, he said his sources said Tristan told told Chloe he was just talking to a girl about about the Bible and how she should change herself. That's why they went to the hotel room. <laughs> hey man, you know Tristan. He said, hey, Tristan's he, said like, he had to he had to lay hands on her. You know what I'm saying? Had, he, had to, he had to he had to <laughs> had to spread the Part the waters with his ride and staff. Uh, man, hey, Tristan put Tristan, but he cooled off a burning bush. <laughs> hey, man. Dude. Tristan's out here living hey, man, it, Tr- boy. Hey, man, and not only that, in the video, man, Tristan had two of them. Like, he had two he had the them. one that, like, put his, he put his face, put his face all in her, all in her tits and stuff. And then you had the other one that he was, like, kissing up on, and then two of them, like, grabbed his joint. I'm like, man, you got a whole lot going on right here in this in this little scenario, bro. Like, man, you, you have to do some. Hey, man, he, he probably he probably had just listened listened to the ladies, man. He, he just Damn. watched that movie and had, had some hey, little no. cognac. Now Tristan will have watched the West Coast production video, probably booty talk 188, and sit back, man, and was feeling himself, man. He got he he got on his Wesley Pipes action. Shout out to Wesley Pipes, man. You know what I'm saying? Probably got his dark got his dark look on, and he came down, was ready to fillet and slay. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he's ready to get 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 nasty and dirty, man. I didn't see not no faction of the Kardashian breed at the game and no kind of support either, man. <laughs> they, he's, but, he's, a, he's officially on the outs, man. But for real. And I, then there was a there, there was a report there was a there was a report that they like uh, Kim Kardashian had like spit on him at the hospital when uh, when he showed up to to see the baby or something oh, like that. Man. I don't know how no. I, allegedly I'm put allegedly out there. I don't know yeah, how fact but I seen I seen that right. I seen that on a couple of outlets on, or a couple of people posting that from Twitter. So um, again, I don't know how true that is. It's a legend, but I'm like, man, like they 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 out here getting brolicked in, in these Kardashian streets, man. All the K's. Man, bro, I would have just played that Ray J. I hit it first and kept it moving. You know. But oh. Let me let me tell you. <laughs> but let and you know, I mean, in the way the way that, the way that tape allegedly went down, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't see. She didn't mean nothing, but you know, let's push on man. from that, man. Talking about Kanye wanted to fight, my man. This is according to Black Sports Online. Now, if you Tristan Thompson, Kanye, bruh, I know, I know you in the sunken place and everything, and you want to make yourself feel good and hype yourself up when your white woman's making your soul food that don't look like it has no soul or it looks like poop. Bruh, who the hell are you to be after you drop that garbage ass Jesus and that me you taking to a concert that I went to that you only did like six songs and us wait three hours tell me you gonna fight somebody. Now if I'm Tristan, bruh, you and Rob don't say nothing. They talking about Rob wants to do something too. Now you seen how Rob was getting right. around leaking leaking naked pictures of your of your uh, child's mother and everything, had another man wearing your robe while he was filleting your lady. How the <laughs> hell are you gonna say anything? Man, get out of here, man. Hey man. Man, does Kanye still have the blonde hair? 
<laughs> I don't know, man. Just, just, that's like, uh, but I can see him being a sucker like that. Cause I was check this out, right? So I was at a restaurant today before we got started with the with the podcast, and I heard this black man. He was in a group full of of uh, our Caucasian people, no problem. And he was talking real bad about a black business. This is probably how Tristan was probably talking about. Uh, Kanye was talking about Tristan at the Kardashian meal, with eating potato salad with raisins in it. <laughs> He probably sitting there talking about, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to kick Tristan's ass and everything. Oh, when I see him, it's on. I'm going to run up on him, blah, 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 blah. Bruh, if I'm Tristan, hey. you ain't going to say nothing. You arrive, I, I, you arrive, uh, Scott Dennett, all of them, the black dude who was with Chris Jenner, oh, y'all, y'all, getting put, y'all getting put in the ground. Ain't no way you soft suck ass cats on talking about you going to do nothing. Nothing. Hey, Kanye said with the blonde hair, he's like the leader of the Gold Lords from Meteor Man. Man, please. <laughs> Bruh, you can go the Gold Lord all you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see what happened You see what happened to them, man. They, you know, the Meteor Man got that, and hell, even the Kais came through and, and helped out on that. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, we'll we'll talk about the Kais at another time. Oh. But... I was gonna say you, you gonna I was gonna say you gonna jump on the Kaz right now, bro. <laughs> man, he was a meteor man. Hey, shout out to the Kaz, man. When the lady came out there naked to, for the uh, to the, uh, the the protester, yo, you know the Kaz said he blind, right? Yo, when the, he came out there swinging that stick like stick meaner from the boondocks, man, when that lady seen him out. He seen them brushes. Yo, the Kaz, he had a smirk on his face. He knew what he was doing. He could see. This ain't no Stevie Wonder blind jack stuff. He knew, he, seen, he knew titties was out. That dude turned over there, had his mouth open. I think I seen some slobber around his around his around his lips. So you know, shout out to Kyle. Hey, but uh, back Damn to Kyle. but back to Tristan. But back to Tristan, man. You know, you get caught up in everything like that. You know, I you know. So they said the same. I, I seen your notes, man. So talk about this 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 Instagram model. Talk talk about her. Oh yeah, so allegedly, allegedly, uh, allegedly, this same Instagram model that's linked to, excuse me, linked to Tristan Thompson, is uh, apparently, like again, allegedly claims she's preggers by Amon Shumpert, and apparently has the receipts to prove it, videos, pics of his uh, genitalia, and screenshots of uh, conversational interactions, you know, that that she's had with him. So. Um, it, th- this is gonna be interesting to see. Like, is 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 she, is she just like the chick in Cleveland? Like, she's taking down the whole daggone squad right now. Or, or is she? Or she getting flown out? Maybe. Hey, remember, put like this. Maybe remember we could be and I getting flown the Knicks, out. The, the Knicks playoff game, Knicks Pacers playoff game, and we seen all of these these women that we would normally never see in that town. Maybe it's like that. Man, maybe, maybe they just. It could maybe be. they getting. Maybe they getting an Aaron B and B. Getting that little rental car, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna sit back and get some NBA, you know, slong tonight. I'm gonna trap him, looking like yeah. looking like I'm Derwin. They Derwin Davis on the game when they try to use a turkey base to get him. Out the <laughs> Not Yo, Derwin man. Davis. <laughs> hey man, they out here, they out here wilding, bro. They wilding. So Tristan, man, I couldn't get Tr- we couldn't get Tristan at the Twistler because Twist Tristan was living his best life. I ain't gonna lie, if I was 25 years old and Canadian and an NBA and 16. You're damn right. I'm, and I, I'm probably gonna be single, and I'm gonna be out there kissing multiple, you know, women bras up in the club, like I'm Rick James and everything else. Probably lick the side of her face. And no, no matter of fact, I'm probably not gonna have a shirt. I'm not even gonna have a shirt on because I'm rich. So you know, shout out, out there like Rick out. James. Show me a titties. Yeah, <laughs> two. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and I and I also probably would be like my man Chuck Berry, Lambo Doe. So uh, can't see oh. you know. You know, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm out there. Lambo living. doors. Lambo <laughs> doors. Legs up, <laughs> swinging around, red rag around like I'm like I'm playing a Peter Pablo. But uh, yeah, man. So man. you know, for those who don't know who Chuck Berry is, Lambo Doe, do not look at that at work or do anything like that because you will get your, you will get fired. And then, you know, but Chuck Berry was out there living his best life. Yeah, you don't want to look at that on a secure network, boy. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and if you and if you haven't and if you've had, and if you've eaten any type of food, you don't want to look at it either because it was pretty damn right. Funny. It was pretty damn funny and a call for help. <laughs> So all it was, was a cry for help. It was a, hey, man. It was a definite cry for help. <laughs> oh, man. Said, you're nasty. You smell like <laughs> But, yeah. Chuck, Chuck Berry's a wild living. dude, man. Living. Y'all just go, y'all, y'all, y'all go check that video out on y'all's own time. Yeah, on your own time. Not even, you know. No, as a matter of fact, we're not even going to put that out there. If you see it, you didn't get it from a grown man in his podcast. <laughs> you just came and you, you just ran across it. That's the stuff you see on the dark, on the dark net. <laughs> Pure, unadulterated smut. <laughs> the deep web. <laughs> yeah, the deep, dark man. web. Yo, man. So, yo, Tristan was living his life. But also saying on the, before we transition, on the same thing, they said, they said, oh, Shorty was in there with Fabulous, too. I'm like, God, oh. holy moly. Like you hey, did. man. She's I mean, a real yeah. deal, man. I for, yeah. I, I forgot what they said What they said her little name was or IG name was or whatever that was. I, I forgot it'd be, what they it'd be, said. It'd be different if this was like Michelle Tucker circa 2003. But, you know, she just seems <laughs> just like <laughs> this just seems like old random. Shout out to, shout out to the legend. <laughs> shout out to the legend. But, shout you know, out to the legend, man. But you know, but, but Tristan, you know, you you did your thing. You but the the, the one and before we move on, I don't feel bad for Chloe Kardashian number one because she's a Kardashian and she could be, you know, you know. I, I always thought OJ was her daddy, but that's not the face. So you know, we don't want to get sued. But <laughs> there's a but. She took him. She took Tristan from his first child's mother. She was pregnant when he kicked it with Chloe. So what's the old expression? You get them how you lose them how you get them. Yeah, get it how you live. Yeah, I don't feel bad. I don't. I don't feel bad at all. So, yeah, man, Tristan was out here, out here living his best life, wilding out, man. So, you know, hopefully, Tristan, man, it, you know, don't don't let Rob and Kanye start calling your phone like the tough guys, man. Just tell Kanye to watch, listen to Ray J. I hit it first, and tell Tristan that, you know, that young boy, the black China wig, gonna be calling him daddy, and that would in my conversation. Oh, oh. Hey, and for those who don't know, I just I just stumbled across it. Uh, the uh, apparently the the alleged uh, IG model in question, her name is Stephanie Woods. Tetris. Tetris. Oh, that's phenomenal. But moving on. Phenomenal. <laughs> I hope it didn't smell pungent. And for those who don't know, that's an inside Man. joke. For you know, for our grown man in spots who who like kick it with us. Anyway, NFL man, what you think about your boy Des Bryant getting released, bro? Hey man, I was shocked. Honestly, like I was surprised. I'm like, oh man, not Des? Like for real, Des? Like he he's one of the, I, I guess you can say in the in the current age, I was I thought of him as one of the three horsemen. You know, him, Des, Dak, and and Zeke, man. Uh, so I was I was quite surprised, bro. For real. 
Yeah, considering they don't have anything They don't have anything better at wide yeah. receiver, so. But I was I was yeah, Terrence, Terrence Williams and what's the what's the other young cat the 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 the, uh, the cat that he's normally having the slot uh, the the, the, the Caucasian gentleman um the little yeah. Danny Amendola the little Coke, hey, whatever yeah yeah I'm like y'all y'all really don't have anything at at, at, uh, at wide receiver and you know I know Witten is kind of you know on his last leg so I mean I don't I I really don't know I don't understand it but. I assume that they're looking, you know, something in the draft. So I got, we'll see. Maybe old Jerry yeah. got something up his sleeve. I don't know. Yeah, man. So that'll be interesting. Man. I was, so, I was what talking, team do you think I was you would fit with, in best? Yeah, I was gonna say I was talking with one of our our, our brethren, one of our uh, grown managed podcast brethren, uh, Demetrius, um, about this, and uh, we we both were were liking if uh, if old Dez would link up with the Carolina Panthers, man. That could be a nice little fit for him right there. It gives them a, a physical a physical receiver, you know. Uh, uh, Cam likes to throw it up. Dez likes to go get it. So, you know, maybe there could be some something dynamic there. I also think that Dez, Dez could bring a, a different level of competition to that team, you know, a little bit of a little bit of edge to that team, you know, get them competing hard in, in practice and, and on game day, man. So, you know, if – if if I was to say something or pick a team that you know I would I would I wouldn't mind I could see him with, um, of course I, I would I would want somebody to come to the Colts, but I really could see him prospering with with Carolina Panthers, man. Yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't fit in with the Colts. Uh, no, yeah, the Panthers would be a good team, man, because I think they don't have like a number one guy, and Dez would be the number one guy. You got McCaffrey who can catch out the backfield. You got the cat from mm-hmm. Ohio State who can, you know, Stay. does your little – he can play a little, you know, the little he, – he's fast, but he gets you a little – he can take, you know, make guys miss. But Dez would give you a guy that can get in the red zone and wouldn't help out Greg Olson. So that would give, you know, Cam a full, you know, plethora of weapons. So, yeah, so I think the Panthers would be best, man. But, uh, hey, man, yeah, so man. let's – when you think about the, this, you know the Seahawks canceled their workout. They uh, worked out with Kaepernick because he was said he wouldn't stop kneeling. And the same thing happened with with Eric Reed. So when what do yeah, you think the about Bengals, that? Now? Yeah, um, I think it's just more and more uh, of the owners, the NFL, the good old boys club. I think it's just more coming out a little bit, a little bit by a little bit that you know, yeah, we're we're putting forth this this face, you know, oh, we're in solidarity and we don't want we don't want these social injustices to happen or whatever. But when it boils down to it, basically, I, in my opinion, they're saying, look here, you either you either conform and say, hey, the NFL is bigger than all this stuff, and I'm sure that's what the, that's the, I'm just putting it politely, but the NFL is bigger than all this stuff. Or you can continue to, you know, not have a job and be a part of this stuff, as uh, as I'm sure they're saying. And that's just the way I feel about it. You know, what I'm saying I think they're trying to make they're trying to uh, make individuals choose. You know, you know the the ethical things as opposed to do you want to play in the NFL or not. I mean, I think that they said or Eric it was reported that from Eric Reed in that Bengals interview six times that him kneeling was brought up during this interview, like six times. Not, not you know, a fit with the team, not all, all the things that I can bring to the team, so forth and so on, but you're talking to me about kneeling. And then from the – especially from the standpoint of Eric Reed and the Bengals. Bengals, y'all got Pac-Man Jones issues that y'all, that y'all worrying about. And I can't think of the other player that has some domestic violence things, you know, going on. So, I mean, like, y'all, y'all got some serious issues going on in that locker room that y'all, that, that y'all need to address and handle and so forth and so on. But y'all standing behind and supporting, which I think, you know, more power to them for supporting individuals when they're down. 
you know, even when they've made dumb decisions, you're trying to stick with those guys. But you won't step, you won't stick with Eric Reed. You won't give him a shot just because he's kneeling or try and 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 because he's kneeling. Not y'all, not, you're not even looking at what he's kneeling for. The things that we talked about earlier in this show. He's kneeling because two black men are being arrested in Starbucks for sitting and doing nothing. That's why he's kneeling. Um, so I, I think I think that there are a lot of you know these owners, these rich men, this good old boys club. You know, it's it's a it's a power thing, and I, I think that they're using their power. You know, you either conform or you sit you sit on the outside, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, use that. I mean, it's, he's kneeling for black men getting shot in your grandma's backyard. He's kneeling for having Absolutely. a toy gun. He's kneeling for because they pull over a black woman, she and she asks why she getting pulled over. There's all this, you know, you kneel about why you have a you have a gun with a permit. You get shot in front of your kid on camera. You kneeling because you're selling exactly. Lucy's outside outside of a bodega. You get kneeling because you're getting you sit back and the man is selling CDs outside of a gas station and no one's bothering. That's why he's kneeling. But then the Bengals of all teams, who beyond their future record. Beyond them, them always picking up the open box specials on on abusers, people with DUIs and everything else like that. And I'm gonna say it out there: if Eric Reed or Kaepernick would have put their hands on a woman, they be they would be in, in the NFL camp right now. But since they're kneeling against injustice, they're being blackballed. How beyond sickening is that? And and honestly, putting it out there, I'm just not really feeling the NFL right now. Like I'm just kind of like, yeah. eh, okay, you know, I'm just like I do it because we have this show, but I'm not. I'm really not feeling it. I got off of Snapchat when they did some stuff that I didn't like, and then I'm done with Starbucks and the NFL, and it's it's coming. So uh, it's coming, yeah, man. <laughs> it is it is coming. And so, I know, and I know if I if I boycott the NFL or I'm like kind of fall off of it, man, I know that my wife will love that. But I'm just saying, man, I'm I'm with I'm with Mike J right now, man. NFL, y'all, the things that y'all are standing for, the ethical behaviors, as entertaining as the NFL is. And as much support as I give those individuals that are out on that field, you know, putting their health at risk and, you know, performing and so forth and so on, let the, you know, I support those gentlemen and living their dreams and doing what they do. But the NFL right now, man, y'all, y'all are not looking real good, man. And y'all are losing a lot of people. And I'm not just talking about minorities either. There are a lot of individuals that are non-minorities that I know personally that are in the, that feel the same way that I do. Like, man, this this is some bullshit. Because y'all are supporting domestic violence, y'all are supporting the the beating and battering of women, y'all are p- supporting the sexual misconduct of your players against the women. Y'all are not doing the y'all are not doing right by um, the the minority communities, especially the black community with these social injustices. There's only one team that I can think of that has been, uh, I guess you could say, quote unquote woke with regards to the LGBT community, and that's the that's the uh, the Rams. They've had the first openly gay player. They have the first two uh, male NFL cheerleaders. So, I mean, uh, uh, NFL, th- this good old boys club is starting to become, uh, you know, be brought, the light is starting to be shed on y'all a little bit more, and, it, and it's not good, man. Not good at all. Yeah, man. So, uh, speaking of people who've been uh, having issues with putting their hands on women, and that's uh, Ruben Foster, 49ers. <laughs> So I just yeah. seen earlier before we got started the show started that they are not going to let him participate in any team activities because Ruben Foster I think he dragged her down some stairs and he beat on her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. these, these uh, that's what, that's what the report felony, felony domestic violence charges and Ruben Foster yeah, had to 11 in college. Years. 
I don't know if he was had hands on women type issues, but uh, yeah, 49ers. You know, you you select this guy in the draft, you know, but you know you cut Kaepernick, and you don't. But you had a, you 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 put out this parade of horrible quarterbacks, but whatever. Right. But if Ruben Foster doesn't do any major time, he's a he'll be he'll be back playing with somebody. So. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. So I, but yeah, man. So. Yeah, so let's 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 transition to something else, man. Because I know we've both been in really talking about these issues. So last, man, no doubt. Thank everybody who's all their, you know, down south, uh, hip hop albums, man. So I crunched the numbers, and it looks like a, across the most common uh, albums across, you know, everybody who sent it in was Outcast, Equimini, Outcast, Thankonia, 400 Degrees by Juvenile, and Scarface the Diary. Yeah. So. Four, 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 four awesome albums, classics. Yeah, <laughs> I was listening to the Diary before we before we started, so I've never seen a man die until I yeah. seen a man, man seen a man cry until I seen a man die. So that's like one of my all time favorite. I love Scarface just to be able to go from yeah, man. like rapping, rapping to go to the mental issues and talk about street stuff. He's in my top five. But yeah, man. So, you know, yeah, man. I was listening. I was listening to that dag on Stankonia on Friday, man. I was vibing. It was What's feeling, your favorite song good out, <laughs> Excuse me, it was feeling good outside. I, uh, for those that that know Bowtie Fresh, you know my my line of work. My my office is on the very nice uh, canal down here. <clears throat> excuse me, um, in Indianapolis, and I took my I took my little laptop outside and was just vibing and and doing my thing, man. But uh, Mike J, to answer answer your question, um, my my I, three favorite songs. Like, I really can't I really can't even like say one over the other um by far so fresh and so clean um humble as a mumble humble as a mumble yeah yeah man man. that uh humble humble as a mumble um 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 so fresh and so clean and then uh another another song that people may not uh may not put up there but for me it is is i'll call before i come with uh gangsta boot i'll call before i come and don't just coming over. Hey man, that cut right, man. Them three, humble as a mumble, call before you come, and so fresh and so clean. By far, my favorite, my favorite songs on that album. But man, I definitely like Toilet Tissue. I like the message that was in that. Bob bombs over Baghdad, and then gangsta shit. What you really want to know about some gangsta shit? What you really want to know about some gangsta shit? Hey man, that is mine, man. Woo, I'm gonna give you my man. I'm gonna give you my three. So I'm gonna give you Humble Mumbles, my favorite. Erica Badu's part, she killed it when the beat Bruh, came. Killed it. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get gangster shit. Uh, I'm gonna get Red Velvet. That's another one of my songs too. Ooh man, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but hey, I mean, man, that whole album, like, man, yeah, my god. Like, but it took a it took a long it took a while for it to grow on me. It was like it it took a while to grow like ATL ends because it was like you know yeah. the sound was so different from Equimini. And it was just, yeah. you know, I it, t- it took a little longer for me to grow on it, but it, it's it's still great. So I mean, hey, so, man, me, to me, like I'm, t- I'm telling you, bro, like that 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 album, Stankoni and Equipment, I probably like in, in my classic albums. I don't care what genre. I'm not talking rap, whatever. I'm talking all genres. Equipment, I Stankoni are, pro- are up there for me ac- across the board, man. And I, I I think I put both of them in my top five, man. Like my goodness, I love them albums, bro. Yeah, that's uh, 
Equimanize just you know that's some that's just more of our coming of age, man. And I just yeah. I love that album. I like I mean I love I love yeah. all Outkast music, man. I, I miss Outkast, but uh, you know that's yeah, man. just but there that's come on of age, come man. on three stacks come on big boy like just hook us up one more time before yeah. I die. Yeah, I mean man, with things so. going on in the world today, we don't know when that could be. Come on, cast. I need y'all to just go ahead and drop it. Y'all don't have to announce it. Y'all don't have to do a lot of pub. Y'all can just be like, you know what? Boom. Outcast album. You're welcome. Yeah. Just just throw yeah. it out there like like Drake or Beyonce, man. Like, my goodness, I need an Outcast album. Hey, at this point in time, man, I'm like, I'll even take some production scraps. Because you look at if you look at a right. Criminal, they put West Savannah on the album. That that was recorded during during Southern Playalistic. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. I'm sure y'all left some some stuff on the cutting room floor. So you know. Oh yeah, man. But uh, yeah, man. But uh, let's let's get to this little music fail, and we can go ahead and wrap this episode up. Your girl Taylor Taylor <laughs> Swift, man. Yo. Oh man, man. what was she doing? <laughs> what was she doing? We get yeah, man. So she's so garbage, man. You know we got to watch out. Oh my goodness. Out, out the paint, man. She's so garbage and unsoulful and this ugh. Oh my goodness, man. That that rendition of Earth, Wind, and Fire, September, man. She sound like a constipated hyena. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man. Like you know, a constipated hyena that just couldn't pass it, bro. I'm trying hell. to tell you. Maybe, maybe she needed. Maybe she. Hell. Yeah, man, she sounded like she had a what do you call them daggone things, man? When you get when you you know kitten shot, she had like she couldn't pass a stone. She sounded like a goat. Yeah, man. She sounded like a she don't sound like a goat that got that got that got shot on YouTube or something like that. It was horrible, man. She was man, tricky. she sound she sound like a, a a freaking yeti getting circumcised with no anesthesia. She's so she's so man. trash, man. Trash. Oh my goodness. That's up there with Terrible. That trash. Terrible. That t- Have you seen that young fella, Takashi Sick Nine? You know we old now. I call him a young fella. Oh, yeah. Like he was trying to freestyle <laughs> off of off the Who Run It. And yo, my man. Oh he, my goodness. I, I just put on the, I just sent the gif of a dumpster truck just flinging out hot trash. You know, you, <laughs> hey, you put man. that out for Taylor Swift, man. That you know, that's just how it sounds, man. She's trash. Her music's trash. And that's really that was about terrible. It. Hey man, I know Earth Wind and Fire was sitting there like, oh come on, like they were. I know they were somewhere, you know, in in their OG status. You know, I'm sure there was a whole lot of linen short sets involved yeah. and, and, and ashy open toe sandals and a blue and a Bluetooth that looked like Bobby Brown's thing on the on the, on the what was that my prerogative when he had that huge man. microphone. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah. I, know, I know them old school OGs were sitting somewhere just like, are you serious right now? <laughs> This this is what they doing our music. This is yeah, oh my man. Goodness. But uh, shout out to I know a dude I used to work with. He looked like Verdine White's son. <laughs> he was black. With them, <laughs> he, was, he was black with them big ass gums. I just seen him in a barbershop like two weeks ago. <laughs> I think he had some huge gums, wow. y'all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like think of Verdine without the perm, dog. With all these chips and everything, he looks they look like Verdine. <laughs> Hey man, shout out Verdine, man. A real OG, man. My dad. Hey, damn. Man, you know, that Taylor that Taylor Swift damn rendition was so bad. She probably had, you know, rest in peace, Maurice White's hairline probably moved back another thirty inches, bro. Cause you know his hairline was already he already had like the George Jefferson joint <laughs> yo with the but it came to a widow's peak and he had like Afro oh, on man. the side. Yo, when he, you know, he's probably in the casket now, head spinning. That damn, that damn hairline probably went down to the back of his neck. 
like a tail. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Trash. Oh, shoot. Yeah, man. Yeah, For those, y'all need, y'all, y'all, if y'all want, if y'all want a good laugh, y'all, y'all get on some type of social media. I'm sure people that like Taylor Swift are gonna hate us, but yeah. oh my goodness, that Whatever. was terrible, man. That was terrible. She would, they would, they wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be the first to laugh to hate to hate Mike J. <clears throat> Petty Pablo yeah, in the building, taking shots, taking shots at any and all comers. <laughs> man. But yeah, man. So uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So I think that brings us to the end of our show, man. We definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us. As usual, Bowtie Fresh, I got a little something, you know, to get y'all through the week, some some motivation, some positivity, some positive vibes. Uh, so I'm going to leave y'all with this. Uh, don't wait. The time will never be just right. And so I'm put that put that into the into the uh, to the atmosphere, into some good vibes, because I want everybody to, you know, shoot for your dream, shoot for your star, whether it's you know, be it professionally, personally, you know, spiritually. If it's just something that you're struggling with and like, man, I'm not quite sure if I should do this or that, you know, just go for it, man. Nothing's going to be quite right. Nothing, the time will never be perfect. It'll never be just right. There's always going to be something that comes up. So why not just go for it? You know, be bold enough. You, you, you've been bold enough to have the dream, so be bold enough to pursue the dream and live that dream. And that's coming from your God Bowtie Fresh. Shout out to you, Pastor, for busting out that rendition and making me feel like one listening to Thug Levin after I get off the podcast and to give me the vibes of, <laughs> of drinking the purple serum of the Black Panther. So, uh, shout yeah. out to Colin. Shout, yeah. it's man. <laughs> so, shout out to that. Be able to, you know, follow your dreams, and if you want to give out, you know, give you some spoken word, you know, with some Le- with some LeBron 15s on, then hey, go ahead and do it. Live your dream, brother. But, uh, yeah, we out of here, man. We'll definitely holler at y'all next Sunday. So be easy. Be easy. Later.